This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, football fans will know that there was much talk about a Super League a proposed Super League last year. And in fact, 12 clubs had agreed to join it. Six of them were British, Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool and Chelsea. Barcelona and Real Madrid were also committed to this Super League, as were Juventus. And it was blocked by FIFA and UEFA, who said any player who took part in that would not be allowed to play in World Cup or European Championship. However, the clubs took their argument, or the organisers of the Super League, took their argument to the European Court of Justice. And just before Christmas, in December, the European Court of Justice ruled against UEFA and FIFA. They said it would be unlawful to block these plans for a Super League, and if these clubs wanted to have a Super League, they were entitled to go ahead and do it. We haven't yet seen much reaction from the clubs who were proposing this innovation, but it's lying around there. And we're joined now from Barcelona by Richard Fitzpatrick. Richard is an Irish journalist who's been living and working in Spain for a very long time, and he is an expert on all things Barcelona. Richard, just before we talk about the present trouble at Barcelona with Xavi, who was the captain of that great team we'll never forget, with Messi, Xavi, Iniesta and all of those great players. Before we talk about that, what was the reaction in Spain to the European Court of Justice ruling? Yeah, the the reaction was 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 good here. It was um, for Barca supporters, for Real Madrid supporters. They see, particularly Barca supporters, they see the the vista of a European Super League as a life raft um, yes. that will bring them back to um, safety. Um, they're in in dire financial trouble at the moment. Um, but it's not clear how this will all pan out. Um, uh, in, in, on the same day as that um, European Court of Justice ruling on the 23rd of December, 
um, the company behind the European Super League, which is headquartered in Madrid, A22, which has a German CEO, um, they released a video explaining about their um, Super League idea. Um, they've refined it from the idea that was launched so spectacularly badly back in April 2021. Um the, the big adjustment they made was um, there'd be relegation and promotion. Uh, it'd be a bigger um, uh, league in theory with 64 teams and three divisions, guaranteed 14 matches a season. Um, they, the Joanne Laporta, the president of Barca, believes that uh, the European Super League will come into effect within two years. Um I you'd have to take that statement with a grain of salt. Um, it's it's not really clear whether um, they will get off the ground again. We saw how fans reacted um, against yes. it in 2021. All the major f- football federations came out against it um, uh, on December 23rd. You know, in Italy and Germany and um, Britain, Spain, of course, yeah. France. Yeah, the English. Premier League situation and the situation in England is interesting because the Premier League is effectively a de facto Super League at the moment. Yes. Um, so people are wondering, is it in their interests? Um, but within there's war within a war at the Premier League. The big clubs still effectively want a Super League. They and they're tired, or they don't want to be playing Sheffield United and Burnley and and Bournemouth. They want to be playing the big guns in Europe. Um, we saw that with Project. Um, big picture that um, came out a few years ago, t- 2020, and um, devised by Man United and Liverpool. They were pushing to, and, and they want to do this all the time. The, the big English clubs is pull the Premier League back to 16 or 18 clubs um, and give themselves more time to play lucrative friendlies and big money games in Europe. Um, so there's a lot of tension. And yeah, and the present program, Richard with the Carabao Cup, for example, the FA Cup, the Europa League. The present programme in England is killing players. Every club virtually in the Premier League has an injury crisis now. They're playing matches every three days. It's ludicrous. It's been run to suit television companies who want football on the screen all the time, but it is killing players. And as you say, the Premier League is a Super League of its own. But there would be, for the players in particular, to cut down on the number of competitions they're in and the number of games they play. And I don't think most of them, well, they wouldn't be stopped from playing for their country now because that has been ruled illegal by the Court of Justice. Yeah, and it, it's it's going the other way. The, the, there's more and more games. Um, next yep. season, Man City could... In theory, if they win all their, yes. their cup games, they could play 86 games. Yes. So you mentioned the injury crisis. Uh, like just one small case, Gavi, he's the engine of, of Barca's team this year. Uh, an amazing player. He's he's 19. He's already played 25 times for England. Um, like Spain's greatest ever player. The only player, or arguably the only player to ever win a Ballon d'Or was Luis Suarez in, in the 60s. He played 32 times over a 15-year career for Spain. Um Yet this guy is already, you know, up, up at that number, and he's only nineteen. He played a, a game for Spain against Georgia, a, a dead rubber game. It, Spain had already topped their group to qualify for the European Championships this summer. 
he didn't need to play that game. He was he was forced to play it and got a cruciate knee injury. Um, yeah. He's out until next season. Um, Real Madrid have got three cruciate knee ligament injuries this season. Carlo Ancelotti, who's been in the game for almost half a century, says he's never seen anything like it. Yes. Um, so, like, you have these other players, uh, power players in in this uh, scenario. Uh, FIFA is one of those, uh, as well as UEFA. FIFA, uh, at the week of this European Court Justice ruling, they launched their new Club World Cup. Um, which, yeah, which is, is total uh, madness. Total uh, every madness. two years. Every, every four years uh, initially, but let's see how it pans out. Um, it's to start at the end of um, next season, uh, an extra month, a month of games uh, from the middle of June to the middle of July. It's impossible. At an 11-month uh, season already, uh, so that's been added on to it. Um, so they, they're potentially a player, you know, in, in a putative Super League. Maybe they'll expand that to every two years or every every year, or maybe they'll become um, the the governor of the Super League, uh, muscling UEFA out of the way. Um, they're, they're huge rivals, those two football federations. And the problem goes back to those two organizations and the, you know, Premier League as well doesn't have a, independent regulator. UEFA and FIFA are supposed to be the regulators of the game, yet um, they're more more enemy than friend. Yeah, I don't like to boast, Richard, but you know that Man Suarez is the only Ballon d'Or winner from mm-hmm. Spain. I made my international debut marking him for Ireland. You're not serious. I did. Wow, wow. That guy is a god in, in Spain yeah. and Italy. Well, he wasn't a god that night. I walked all <laughs> over him. <laughs> no, it was in Paris. It was a playoff, and it was oh, in 1965. And he, for the World Cup playoff. Yeah, it? it was the World Cup playoff, and I, mean, I was his immediate opponent. I think that's when he won the. He scored the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. <laughs> but Stefano used to go. call him the architect. He was. Yeah, but he wasn't the architect that night. <laughs> he was the total god. Anyway, I'm sorry to yeah. intrude in our conversation. What we really want to talk about as well, Richard, is Barcelona Football Club, one of the great clubs in the history of the game, and it produced Johan Cruyff, was I suppose the mind, the late Johan Cruyff now, was the mind and the intelligence behind the idea of that kind of football they played. Pep Guardiola has continued that tradition. The mark they've left on the game is remarkable. I watched the game last night in the Premier League earlier this week between two sort of not great clubs, but the football they played was like the football Barcelona played. So they've left a huge legacy. And now Barcelona is in trouble, isn't it? And this is one of the sort of ideas behind the Super League. Barcelona in trouble Juventus in trouble, Inter, AC Milan, all these great traditional clubs in trouble. They need a Super League, otherwise the Premier League will just dominate everything. Absolutely. Uh, the, the Premier League is a problem for all the, the, the great leagues around Europe yes. um, because all the power and the money is coalescing there um, and it's polarising um, the football landscape. Um, people here in Barcelona, as regards Barcelona's problems, are saying... Uh, the problem for us now is that we don't have Cruyff as a player or a manager, um, so they're floundering. Um, they're, I suppose, at a bird's eye 
view of it, it's not surprising. This is the post-Messi era. Um, yes. He was at the club for 16 or 17 years. It was extraordinary what he did, 672 goals, four Champions League trophies. And he was playing um, at the club at the same time you had this golden generation of Spain players. When Spain won the World Cup in 2010, seven of those players were from, yes. you know, the 11 were from Barca. They're the only nation to win three European um, or three um, international trophies in a row, back-to-back European championships as well. Um, so th- there's inevitably going to be um, um, a decline, and this is compounded by their dire financial situation. You know, previously they would have been the club that lured the great players yes. uh, from South America, Ronaldinho, Romario, Rivaldo, all of these guys. But they don't have the money now um, um, to get those players. They're chronically in debt um, all the indicators are, are fatal like they've they've lost losses of um, a billion euro over the last three seasons debt of 1.2 billion and um, they've also mortgaged their future they've sold 25 percent of their tv income for uh, with la liga for the next 25 years to get in about 670 million which they splurged immediately on, tra- on transfers and salaries getting in the likes of Lewandowski who they yeah. thought he was just turning 34 gave him a four-year deal signed for 50 million um 10 million extra that went to his agent he's he hasn't been up to the mark this season his his goal average uh, has dropped significantly from last season um he, he's all the, the club have been um uh, doing their business in in the free transfer market, getting in Joe Cancelo, Joe Felix, Gundogan, exactly, yeah, all these guys on free transfers, which is it's a good sticky plaster solution for the problem. But there's a high turnover of players every season, um, so it's not ideal uh, for for squad makeup, and they're they're struggling badly this this season. Now, Chavi is a a legend for what he achieved as a player and the leader of that team. And all the signs that we can see from this distance is that he is also a strong character, Richard. He hasn't been able to succeed really at Barcelona. And obviously the problem that they have recruiting players, if they give a four-year contract to a 34-year-old centre-forward, however good he used to be is not the ideal way to do it. So he's under pressure now to survive and he hasn't had the time or indeed the backing to build a real side, has he? No, the backing, Eamon, is the key thing you, yeah. you mentioned there. He Look, it's, it's as we kind of suggest, it's a very difficult club to, to manage and the stress in the organisation is constant hysteria. Frank Reichardt, when he could call on uh, Ronaldinho, Messi, and Sammy Leto, described managing Barca as being like in the electric chair. The pressure is just intense every day. You've got two newspapers and radio stations, yes. TV stations hammering you. Um, so he, he's he's got that internal problem, a, a, a phrase coined by Johan Cruyff for the environment around Barcelona of ex-directors, ex-presidents and the press and ex-players um, putting pressure on the manager, the coach. And he's he's always the fall guy. Um, it, he's the first guy to, to get sacked. You can't sack yes. the players. The president will always um, use him as uh, the coach as a buffer sign. Um, 
acts him first of all to protect himself but to go back to what you mentioned there he doesn't have the backing this is, is his biggest problem Javi um, the president of Barca is a guy called Joanne Laporte he's, he's he was re-elected in 2021 after been very successful from 2003 to 2010 but um he uh, javi was never his man um his rival in that presidential election race victor font had earmarked javi as his sporting director for his project yes and laporta won the election uh, that was in march 2021 uh, november of that year he sacked ronald kuman the coach and he brought in uh, javi who didn't have experience of, of coaching an elite club. He, he had been coaching out in Qatar for a few years, about three seasons. Um, so, I mean, he was on the back foot anyway. But um, because he's never been Laporta's man, he's been undermined. This came to head in in December, just past. Uh, Barca had qualified for the uh, knockout stages of the Champions League. They had to go to Antwerp to play um, their final game. It didn't matter if they won or lost. Um, there was a huge goal difference with, with the next place team. Um, so they'd get that top spot in the in uh, the group regardless. Javi decided to rest um, three, three players, senior players, including Lewandowski. Um, this, the game was going to be midweek. On the Sunday, they lost to Girona, who were top of the league at the yes. moment. They lost to them 4-2. And Laporta stormed in. He said, oh, these guys need to play during the week. Lewandowski was forced to travel to um, play the game against Antwerp. Started, didn't score, was substituted. Completely undermining Javi's authority. You, you know what it's like in a dressing room. Of course. Yeah, no, there's no way back from that, really, for a coach. Yeah, yes. So he, just to conclude on, on Javi, I mean, he's given an ultimatum himself in the last week, saying that if Barca don't win a trophy this season, he's going to resign. Um, he had won the league title by 10 points last season. But um, Barca's financial situation means they don't have the money to get in a, a, an elite coach again. The, the coach of the B team, Rafa Marquez, a former player, is is, is, is not do, doing the business as a B team coach. So um, they'll be in trouble trying to find a replacement. Now, Real Madrid, the other big force in Spanish football, indeed one of the great clubs in Europe and the club that's won the Champions League more often than anyone, any other club with a great coach, Carlo Ancelotti, at the moment. They seem to be in better shape. How are they financially? Because the president there is the man, isn't he? He is Florentino Perez. Yes. And, and this hysteria we talk about at Barca, you don't get that at Real Madrid because um, they have a, an iron man in the, in, in the chair there at Real Madrid. He's been powerful almost a quarter of a century um, accepting a, a three-year sabbatical he took in the middle of it. Um, so he, he just calms the waters. He's been very canny in, 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 his, in, in his managing the finances of the club. Real Madrid have always sold really well. Like um, Barca, for example, did fire sales and Coutinho and um, uh, Griezmann selling yes. both of them for 20 million each after they'd forked out of the guts of 140 million each for them. And um, uh, uh, Dembele as well went for 25 million. He, they bought him for 140 million. Whereas Real Madrid, you know, selling 
the wing backs like Akraf yeah. and Sergio Reguilon, who's at Man United at the moment for 50 million each, uh, uh, offloading players uh, like um, Casemiro to Man United for 80, 90 million. So he's done well with his finances, uh, Florentino Perez. And he has, I mean, I think Carlo Ancelotti is probably the greatest manager of all time, the greatest coach of all time, in my view, and he has delivered big time for Madrid, hasn't he? Well, his trophy hall would suggest so. He's the only man to win four Champions League trophies, um, yes. won league titles in all the big five leagues. Yes. Um, he just got a interestingly just got a contract renewal until twenty twenty six at Real Madrid. Real Madrid have a habit of sacking their coaches <laughs> regularly, even if they so, win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, uh, which they've done a, a few times. Um, so there was talk he was going to take over at Brazil for the for the next World Cup, but he's staying put. Uh, Florentino wants a bit of um, uh, uh, just consistency at the at the club. Um, they they're an interesting case. They're a point behind Girona. They've a, a game in hand. They're seven points ahead of Barca. Um, so they look in good shape uh, to win the league title again. They're they're they can be electric. Um, they've been amazing at stages during the season. Um, they, they crushed Barca in the Super Cup final. I saw that, uh, Matt, week, yeah. Yeah, 10 days ago. Um, they've got the, this nuclear threat in Vinicius. He scored a hat-trick that yes. day. Jude Bell Bellingham has been extraordinary this season. He's still only 20 and he's scoring almost a goal a game from midfield. Nobody has, has seen this before in La Liga, even back to the days of Di Stefano. Um, he's been prolific. Um, so they're really dangerous, but they're, they're, they're vulnerable at the back. They've lost their two best defenders, um, David Alba and um, Edward Militao to crucial knee ligament injuries. They've also lost Thibaut Courtois, who's, you know, been probably been the best goalkeeper in the world for the last three or four seasons, um, also to Cruciate. Um, so they've been rotating their keeper, uh, Kepa, who you, you remember from yeah. Chelsea, he's on loan there, and Lunan, uh, um, the reserve keeper. So th they're, they're a bit vulnerable at the back. Um, you wouldn't want to face them in Europe, is what I would say. But if they, if they get more injuries at the back, they're in trouble. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Now, the question that arises with both Barcelona and Real Madrid, the Super League. Would Perez want a Super League? They signed up initially for it. Now that this European Court of Justice ruling has found in favour of the clubs and against the associations, would Real Madrid still be up for it? It seems, as you say, Richard, obvious that Barcelona would almost need it to survive and make some proper money from a television deal. What about Real Oh, Real Madrid even more so. The, Florentino Perez was the chairman of that uh, breakaway movement back in 2021. 20, yes. So he's really gone over it. He, he re- realizes it's the, the only game in town for, for Real Madrid and those other big clubs on the continent because um, the Premier League is just pulling away season after season. Yes, it is. As you pointed out, and I pointed out earlier, it isn't just Spain, it's Italy great clubs, and Germany with Bayern Munich, where they, really it's a members club, you know, and there's a limit to what they can charge, there's a limit to what they can pay, and meanwhile the Premier League soars on with no limits on anything. Yeah, and it's it, it it's not as if the Premier League is well run. 18 of the 20 clubs in the Premier League uh, post losses every week. Um, yeah. They're 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 all gambling like crazy to to maintain their Premier League status and um uh, the spend is is off the off the charts in the Premier League. Obviously, that's why Everton and Nottingham Forest are in trouble with uh, financial fair play breaches and, and points deduction for Everton. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's the big bet that uh, Florentino is making um, as as head of Real Madrid. That's uh, their lifeline is is a, a, a quasi European league or super league. Um, Saudi Arabia is another player in the mix. Um, you know they've got four clubs that are now uh, owned by the the state. Um, they they could merge with a kind of breakaway league as well. Those top clubs from Saudi Arabia. Um, so anything could happen. It's up for grabs. And in the case of Ancelotti, clearly. Signing a new contract for another few years, to what, two, three years. He is probably the only coach I can remember, Richard, who has established himself at Real, doesn't appear to be vulnerable to the whim of Perez because there have been some dramatic sackings there of very, very good coaches. So Madrid is stability, but they do need Barca, don't they? as a counterpoint almost. Otherwise, it'll be, it would be a one-club league, in a sense, wouldn't it? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would. Atletico are kind of the make it a two and a half um, team league. You know, they've they've won two league titles in the last decade. Yeah. Uh, but um, Diego Simeone has worked miracles at the club. It's extraordinary what he's what he's achieved with his resources. Um, like just just as an illustration of how how skewed the finances are in football, the Super League was played in Saudi Arabia, the Spanish Super League, um, earlier this month. Uh, four clubs were, were came along to play in it. Osasuna as cup finalists were one of those teams. Osasuna got 800,000 to play in the tournament. Atletico got 3 million and Barca and Real Madrid got 6 million. Yeah. Um, like that's, and we see this in the Champions League um, payouts as well because of coefficient um, payments. All the big clubs get um, a bigger slice of the pie. Um, so Spain, it's it's very sad. You don't have the Valencias or Athletic Bilbao or Real Sociedad, so pre- previous winning, uh, title winning yeah. uh, clubs in the mix anymore. Um, and it's a problem right across Europe. You've Bayern Munich after winning 11 uh, league titles on the trot. Juventus are top of the Serie A at the moment. They've recently won nine uh, Serie A titles in a row. So the rich are getting richer in in the leagues, and that's why there's an inevitability yes. about this European Super League uh, project. Whether it's it's run by A22 Florentino Perez Real Madrid's um, system, or whether FIFA comes in um, as the overlord of it, um, or or whether UEFA survives and we, we continue on with this bloated Champions League. That has now moved from 124 games to 189 games. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, Richard, it's good to talk to you, and uh, we appreciate it very much indeed. Richard Fitzpatrick is the oracle when it comes to Spanish football, and I can only imagine what Xavi wakes up to every morning. How many papers in Barcelona every day? Uh, two, uh, the pump, pumping, devoted to to Barca, yeah, yeah, okay. sixteen pages in uh, each of them every day, uh, just on that club alone, yeah, yeah, we could do with that kind of scrutiny, <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Anyway, we're very grateful to you, Richard. Richard is an outstanding journalist, and we love to go to him to find out what's happening in Spain, even when the news, as it is. Today is a little sad when you think of the great Barcelona teams and the legacy they left for the rest of the game. We're grateful to Richard, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.